All right, how are you getting on? You well? Are you well? Well, I'm not bloody well, and I'll tell you why. Because I got a fat lip from a smack that I received from a rando on Friday night. I got a smack. I got, I got well, it wasn't even drive-by. Her man was there for ages, causing ructions. He was Teddy Ruxpin over there, causing ructions, and I got a smack. Uh, don't mind uh, my chemical romance playing in Kilmainham. Um, more like some 41. Because I got a fat lip. I look like a little um, bulldog on the side of my lip. And don't mind my chemical romance. Um, and I know I've said this literally a second ago, but so, more like some 41. Because some 41-year-old weirdo <laughs> smacked me in the face and gave me a fat lip. Um, and look, I'm going to tell you what happened, right? But before I get into what happened, because exciting things like this don't really happen to me, right? Um Exciting. <laughs> Look at how how fucking starved I am <laughs> for content that I get a smack and it's the best thing that ever happened to me. No, it is because I it's my new lease on life. Look, in the same way, if you're a, you know an influencer like a, a makeup influencer online, and then you have a baby, and then you become like a mam influencer, and you start talking about not injecting your kids <laughs> with vaccines, you know the way that happens sometimes, uh, or like I don't know, you're a sports personality and. Um, you know, you don't show up for training four days in a row and then you become a mental health advocate. I am, <laughs> I am now a self-defense influencer, self-defense influencer, okay? Um, because you look, you never think it's going to be you. <laughs> you never think it's going to be you who gets the smack uh, from a random, uh, random man, maybe 41. But, you know, hopefully, because it really fits within my some 41 uh, kind of bit that I'm doing here. Uh, but you never think you're going to be the person. You're there, you're having drinks outside. Uh, you're having drinks outside a bar. You know, the Castle Lounge, in parentheses, Grogan's. Um, social media uh, star Tony Cantwell has been found smacked. I'm just, sorry, I'm just picturing all the stories after this podcast drops because people might not know. Right, so the press release says, because let me tell you something about the news as well, right? If you see something written in the news about someone being, you know, like the star welcomed his, you know, his baby daughter or whatever like that, you know, or you see they had their wedding at so-and-so, so-and-so. No one, no one investigated that story and no one went asking questions. That person who had the wedding or had the daughter wrote in the third person and sent it to a few people and asked what, asked them. That's how news works. It's all press releases, right? That's what you realize when you get to the side of the uh, the velvet rope. <laughs> you realize. Uh, or should I say the bloody wrestling rope or the boxing rope. And now that this smack's being thrown over it. <laughs> um, so if I were to say, you know, if I wanted a word to get out that I got a smack, D-list uh, influencer Tony Cantwell has been found smacked outside a club in parentheses Grogan's. I would actually have to write that in the third person and send it somewhere. Whenever you read Atten written by anyone, it was written by that person. I swear, like even after I have to do like an Edinburgh preview and you know, the 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 soup, the, <laughs> the viral star, I'm writing that about myself. I have to write that about myself sometimes and it makes me sick. That's why they're always shy ones because Irish people don't know how to do that, right? Anyway, look, I am now the viral star, okay, and father of one, Tony Cantwell in parentheses 34, was found smacked. Um... And decided then to become a, what he calls a self-defense influencer, right? Spelling TBC, right? Or, or, in, or in parentheses, sick, right? Because they don't really know. That's like a misspelling on the part, part of the other person. So look, um, on this podcast, I'm going to be giving you some a top advice 
top tips for how to defend yourself against a smack, right? I'm going on wiki how, right? Because I don't know who else to talk about this. Maybe I should be completely wiki hatton about it. <laughs> Let alone wiki how. Wiki fucking hatton tell me how I can defend myself. Look, I didn't see it come. I'll tell you what happened to me. And then we'll go to a little break. And we'll come back and I'll give you my top tips on how to defend yourself. Or not even my top tips. My new self-defense answer. Uh, alter ego. Toe to Tony. Right? Not just Tony. Toe to Tony. Because you never want to go toe to toe with me, boy. Not since I got smacked and learned how to fight from reading wiki how <laughs> online, right? No, in case you are about concerned, because I know people are very nice and very sweet. And they're like, oh, here, sorry to hear you got smacked. Um... And it is, a bit, it is a bit embarrassing. It is a bit embarrassing, right? Uh, whatever. I still have a weird thing where me getting smacked is a bit embarrassing for me. Because you get a smack. But I'll tell you what happened. Um, and I'm not embarrassed, but you know what I mean. It's like, ah, we should... <laughs> like, I, I wish I didn't get smacked, but I'm not sad or sore about it. I still had, like, a, you know, rake load of pints after I got smacked, you know? And still had a good chat. And it was a wonderful night. It was outside Grogan's. I was chatting to my friends. It was the chat that had it all. I was giving the lads my hot take on Top Gun. Uh, we were talking about Spider-Man. We were talking about games. I was chatting about people's jobs. I finally know what all my friends' jobs are now, <laughs> you know? Because I go, I go months not knowing what people are currently doing in their job. Or even how many siblings my very best friends have right but you know one of those nights where you kind of come away from it and you're kind of feeling oh i am entirely fulfilled i have i have lived my friends lives because i now fully know what's going on in their life and having really good deep meaningful conversations with people so it was really fun and then this this psycho right wearing a trench coat and a beanie one of the fucking hottest day ever on friday right and uh, wearing a beanie um and a scarf wild man wild i should have known with the scarf and the hat that he was up to no good and big and, you know, in good nick, looked like he knew how to fight. <laughs> but that didn't, anyway, look at him. Um, and then actually, do you know, it was a bit, it was a bit spooky for, well, not spooky. It was a bit fucking mad, right? Because he was throwing digs at everyone. Um, uh, let me take a step back. There was this lad, we were outside Grogan's, right? And he started accusing people of stealing his phone, right? He was like, where's my phone? Someone has my phone. And we were like, no one has your phone, man. Where is your phone? We can ask around. What's your number? We'll call your phone. You know, but he was in that kind of, you know, that kind of goldfish memory where you're just dead behind the eyes, you know, like how I was screaming at Eddie Hobbs in the point, like that level. Eddie, Eddie Hobbs, you know, he was like that, but like, where's my phone, you know, where he's just like, like a child. Like I see it, I see it, my two year old. He's like, oh, I didn't know I could make this noise. That's fascinating to me. And I'm getting a kind of a bit of a buzz off that, a bit of an adrenaline spike from screaming this loud, you know? Um, so he was doing that. And so my friend who was genuinely trying to, genuinely trying to help him, um, and he was a really nice dude, was, um, was kind of like, look, bro, what's, like, what's your. What's your screensaver? Like, we'll try and help your screensaver. And I thought he was getting a bit thick with my friend. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, he's, I think he might think that my friend has actually stolen the phone because he was kind of accusing him. And I'm like, I really don't want him to get a smack. And look, <laughs> in previous times, I have kind of like, I kind of view myself as somewhat of a, ho <laughs> a hostage negotiator because one time in Dawson in London, a guy called me a four-eyed twat and said he was going to kick my head in. And I bought him a red stripe, a can of red stripe, and blew his mind, right? I was like, come here, man, let me get you a drink. And then we ended up chatting, and he ended up being really nice, right? Um, in fact, he actually bought me the red stripe. Uh, I gave him a beer, and then he went in and bought me some beers. So it was, always, and then my cousin Omar was like, how did you do that? And I was like, oh. And it was like a totally random thing, you know, for whatever mood I was in. I'm always, I'm always, I'm never prone to violence. I'm never, I'm, ne you know, I don't, I'm, I'm, 
very fortunate and unfortunate in some cases because if the world does fully collapse it wouldn't come easy to me like i don't i don't know i don't have ever an urge to hit anything most would be throw a pillow and that's only if the pillow really pissed me off like wasn't cold <laughs> like i flipped it to the cold side and it wasn't cold i'm like well fuck this no i've thrown pillows a few times so i don't really have that urge and i also don't really have the urge to um like i'm never like i gotta get like i'm never like i God, it gets me some pussy. Like, <laughs> I never, I've never had that, you know? I've never had that, um, <laughs> you know? Or ass, or a man's ass, or willies, or anything like that. I've never been like, God, it gets me some, you know? There's some lads, and they're probably sex addicts, but they're kind of like, I gotta get, you know, hey, man, a load of pretty girls out here like this. Man, look, I'm only human, or all this shit. Like, I'm only human, or and like, I'm a fucking, I'm just an ape, you know? I'm just an ape who works in finance, do you know what I mean? <laughs> And I got it gets me some. So I don't really have those urges to get, a, you know, to hit or get ass. <laughs> All right. I need to be emotionally wined and dined for, for one. I need to feel like this is a very safe, secure place before I take my shirt off. <laughs> well, that's not true. But definitely my trousers. Uh, that's also not true. But definitely my boxers. Um. Anyway, so look. Um. So I don't really have those urges. So uh, I wasn't like I'd never like see this and be like, I'm going to fucking spark this guy out. I actually think a lot of that is really dumb. I think fighting is really dumb. I think fighting is so stupid. And I feel like people who have the urge to try, kind of throw digs is really dumb. Because it's really sore. <laughs> shit, is really, shit can get really sore. And to enter into, I've said this before, you know, I would not, you know, if, I, you know, I would never, I'm, I can't fucking knit, right? I can't crochet, right? So I would never enter a crochet tournament. If I got, like, imagine getting really pissed off being like, I'm going to fucking crochet, have you crocheted before? No. Do you know and about crochet? No. Have you studied the, the you know, the the methodologies, the techniques, you know, the finesse of crochet? No. But I just feel like I have to do it right now, you know? And bro, what if you can't win the crochet competition? I might get concussed or die or lose some teeth. You know, you probably wouldn't even enter that. But for whatever reason, you're, you get hyper worked up and you just think, I need to enter this competition into this sport that I'm absolutely shy in, right? Because if you were smart, you'd probably think, hey, I don't want to do this. Here's a, here's a fucking, here's a form to fill out to enter a fighting competition, right? If I had my emotions where they're supposed to be, and I, had, and, I, and I wasn't in a public setting, and I didn't feel like my pride was on the line, I'd probably be like, no fucking way. Is there one for Baby Park in Super Mario? Right? In Mario Kart, right? Because I'll fucking wipe the floor with you on Baby Park <laughs> in uh, Mario Kart, right? Or, you know, Wario Stadium, you know? I will fucking kick your head in, figuratively, with, um, you know, uh, Yoshi on, uh, on, on Wario Stadium. Um, or, you know, uh, let's see who can... Who, let's see who can do the uh, each do a one hour podcast and then we'll see how many who, in the comments which one people prefer <laughs> you know but I don't get to choose those competitions so if this is the only competition then I should really politely decline you know um, but where it got a bit heated with this lad is uh, one of the, the the lads came out from Grogan's uh, and got a smack one of the fucking bartenders Lads just fucking slinging pints. It's bad enough now they have to use a card machine, <laughs> let alone now take a few digs. Poor lads and Grogan's. So he came out, got a smack, and then went in, presumably to call the guards. And then your man started just moving up and down the crowd, right? Looking for fucking trouble, right? Looking for curry, right? And he smacked his fucking poor woman, this this girl. 
And when that happened, people kind of turned on him. We're like, whoa, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I was still like, if we get angry at him, he's going to fucking fight. He went, he actually, when, after he smacked the girl, he got glassed, right? And after he got glassed, he started acting like the fucking, you know, Boston Celtics mascot. You know, the hook. And <laughs> he actually took that stance. And he had a crazy fucking accent on him. I didn't know where he was from. When I saw him pull that stance, I was like, that's fucking insane. Maybe he is like... A tour to Donan, you know, maybe he's this old Irish fucking fairy, you know. I've never seen a man pull that stance in a real fight. Um, so it was getting a bit intense. So I went over and I thought, I was like, hey, look, hey, I'll go over here. I'll just fucking, you know, schmooze him. You know, say, hey, bro, look, let's talk for a second, right? Let's talk. I'm thinking the guards are coming. I'm just going to fucking reason with him until the guards come and hopefully um, put, his foot into the, put their foot in his neck, right? <laughs> but so I was trying to talk to him. Um, and then Jordan, to be fair, was like, man, what are you doing? Like, don't talk. What are you, what's the fucking point? You know, let everyone just kind of keep him away. Don't take him aside. You don't have any extra fucking skin in this game. And I was like, you're right. So as he was walking away, as he was kind of guiding me away, all of a sudden my, gla- my glasses were just weren't, weren't on, right? I didn't know what happened. It was like, my glasses weren't on. And then Jordan came over and was like, you all right? And I was like, where's my glasses? I was like, what's going on? And I, t- and I had gotten a smack, you know? Um... And I did, like, I genuinely didn't, you know, I, then then my lip just felt a bit bigger than normal. But I didn't feel that. I just, like, I felt, you know, uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't, like, fall down. I don't think so, anyway. Um, it was difficult to tell because I couldn't see shit, right? But, like, I didn't have any, like, you know, I don't know, fucking rubble or anything on my hand or little pebbles or anything like that, you know, when you fall on your hands. So um, I think it was kind of, like, keeled over a little bit. And then when I sat back up. And then, and then lads are coming over being like, hey, what's going on? Look, I'm a big fan of the Patreon. You all right? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, man, I'm just looking for my glasses. Yeah, thank you. You know, <laughs> people were like, you all right? Shit, I'm a fan of the podcast. Is everyone all right? <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of make me feel better, but also like weirdly. And it is embarrassing. It is a bit embarrassing, right? It's a bit like it's weird getting attention for things you didn't mean to get attention for, right? Me going out into, you know, on the O'Connell Street and climbing up on the Jim Larkin statue and taking my shirt off and shaking it around my head. That's attention that I want, right? And then I get down and people are like, oh my God, you did that. And how are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm having the best night of my life. <laughs> you know, that's the attention that you want. But when you get a smack, yeah, I know you have to kind of answer, you have to answer questions. You have to be kind of accountable for what happened. And I'm like, yeah, fine. Like, and everyone's like concerned, but like, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know how to kind of, um, you know, fix the vibe, you know? And again, I had no urge to go over and smack a man who was about seven inches taller than me, um, who moved faster than <laughs> lightning. Well, I had my back turned, but he moved fairly fast. So what I did was, you know, if he's fucking Superman and he's fucking moving fast, guess what? I'm Lex Luthor, right? And I'm the man with the gadgets. So I took out my gadget and I made 16 guards appear from thin air <laughs> to hold him down on the ground, um, you know, and be fairly rough with him. <laughs> you know, that's what I get to do because I'm a little rat. I get to be a rat, right? Look, we've evolved past, we not evolved past all this shite, fucking fighting people using tapping into those fucking you know primal fucking feelings you know so you know fighting for survival have we not passed all that you know we have fridges now right food doesn't decay at the rate that we need meaning we can stock up on shit we don't need to be fighting anymore we have fridges why are we fighting anymore right so i picked out my little rat phone and i called uh, the guards on him and i was very cognizant i was like outside the castle lounge he's wearing a beanie trying to sound you know <laughs> me trying to sound <laughs> me trying to sound sober on the phone is kind of like when black people try and do impressions of white people you know he's outside the castle lounge <laughs> he's wearing a he's wearing a beanie he's wearing a he's wearing a long scarf please come as soon as you can <laughs> i'm like why are you talking like that because i'm so sober <laughs> that's me being sober um 
But yeah, it was fairly wild, fairly wild. But look, I've learned a few things, right? About myself and about what I shouldn't do when people are fucking acting like wild feral dogs <laughs> outside a pub. Uh, and namely, it's not get involved, you know? Or not try and make it all about me being like, hey, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> Why am I taking this guy away? Hey, hey, lad who's massive and is after sparking out a woman. Let me talk to you for a second. Hey, what's your name? You like baseball? You like baseball cards? You like Mickey Mantle? <laughs> what the fuck am I talking to this guy for? Um, barbecues and ball games. No, look, I'm going to teach you how to fight according to WikiHow on today's Toe to Tony Cantwell's shit show. stuff there from the old boys in some 41 look before we get on to uh toe to tony's top tips for self-defense um i do want to say in all seriousness what i did realize was um i'm not a young boy anymore <laughs> right um and i shouldn't seek out i was actively getting putting myself in the middle of the situation that had nothing to do with me and that was bad that was bad advice the lads were doing a good job actually keep control as, as well as they could waiting for the guards to come you know, and if my friend wants to, you know, choose to get in the middle because he thinks he's best, this kid already been talking to him for a while. All of a sudden, I'm coming out of nowhere as some fucking acting like I'm some mediator. I had no reason being there. It was actually the best thing that could happen to me getting this smack, right? Even though, you know, I have a bit of a fat lip. You know, look, don't be sticking your beak in. If you need a good way of remembering that, think, don't be an Iago, right? Be an Aladdin. Jumping around, you know, one jump ahead of the bread line. You know, jump around, move around, right? Um, don't be like a Yago sticking your beak in. Um, so I shouldn't have done that. The other thing was, I don't know what fucking planet I was living on, turning my back from a man who was swinging digs. <laughs> so that's just another one. That's just an actual bit of actual placement thing to keep in mind. You know, maybe have your back, having your back to the man who's swinging digs at women. Um, you know, and he's, you know, is not the best place to be. So look, the first tip, <laughs> the first tip, well, it's not, it's a, this is a bonus tip, the seven tips here, right? And the bonus one here is a story, okay? And this man has a farden. <laughs> well, it looks, he's got a, he's got a name where if I would assume, where it would assume that English wouldn't be his first language, okay? And this is the first, um, it's actually on Quora now. I'm not on WikiHow because the WikiHow was how to actually get. It was very boring. It's like on this is fist placement and stuff like this. Um, so I'm on Quora, which is the equivalent of Yahoo Answers. Someone asked how you win a fight, right? And this was what they said. Um, and actually for the intro, which is a story, right? Written by someone whose English is not their first language. I'm going to put uh, naff TikTok music uh, over this. Uh, just because this seems to be what my feed is these days on TikTok is fucking naff broken <laughs> broken English with you know inspirational music to try and give it some sort of emotional way. People are fucking wackos. Anyway, here we go. Let me tell you a story. A long while ago, a great warrior, W A R I E R, 
Wairia was about to send his army against a powerful foe whose men outnumbered his own. He loaded his soldiers into boats, sailed to the enemy's country, unloaded the soldiers from the boats and equipment, and gave them the order to burn the ships that carried them? Addressing his men before the battle, he said, You see, now the boat is going up in smoke. This means we cannot leave these shores alive unless we win. We have no choice. We win or we perish. Guess what, has your in caps. They won. So you win only when losing is nothing less than death to you. That, that it says here is the easiest way to win. So that's, that's just a little tip there for you, right? Easiest thing to do is completely fully accept that you're going to die. <laughs> um, and then, hey, just, and everything else is a bonus. I totally, look, I understand. I mean, that is a story he says is taken. He, he's referred to Think and Grow Rich written by Napoleon Hill, um, which I think is kind of like the whole idea is, you know, you need to, you need success as much as you need to breathe, the whole thing. Um and burn the boats and give yourself no other opportunity to do so. But um, as for a man getting smacked from behind, the first tip, not off to a flying start. Okay, moving on. All right, the first one it says here is, um, you want to make yourself an undesirable target. You need to shit. You need to shit. This is me editorializing here. Um, So it says, make it so that it seems like a bad idea to come and attack you. You need to shit. You need to be like a skunk and you need to give off an odor. This is me editorializing. Like I take with the info and then I break it down for you, the listener, right? You need to shit your pants. This is not because you're afraid. This is because it would be a bad idea for him to get pooky, poopy near you, near him, <laughs> right? Justine Stafford very fortunately pointed out the fact that it, if you can already smell a fart, it's too late. If you can smell poopy, it's too late. The poopy is in you. Like if you smell, if you drink something and it tastes like plastic, Plastic is already in you. It's not like there is no other way. It's the vapor. It's the it's it's elements at an atomic level. There is bits of it in you, right? It's poopy up your nose. So you need to make sure, hey, bro, if you're coming for me, guess what? You're going to get poopy on your hands, okay? All right? And I'll continue here. Uh, if you have the psychological advantage, you may come a long way getting out of a fight in a good way. Act a little bit crazy, but don't overdo it. Ooh. Sorry. I've already shit my pants. So what I should have done here is he should have smacked me and I come back. I said, where's my glasses? He needs his glasses. <laughs> I should have. I mean, I already pulled full my girl, right? I was talking at his heartstrings. I can't find my glasses, right? Um, but then I should have been like, hey, whoa, bro. I'll have you know I just shit myself, <laughs> right? So not only, not only did you smack me, I've now shit myself. And then like, okay, so now we have that. We have that down, okay? You need to stay unusually calm and maintain eye contact, right? Which is difficult for me to do with no glasses. <laughs> I'm looking darting around his head. I just shit myself. <laughs> I'm looking at his ears. I'm looking at his hair. I'm looking at blurs that I think are his nose and his mouth. I just shit myself. My eyes are going cross-eyed like a cartoon of a man who has no glasses. Um, all right, good tip. Make yourself undesirable, all right? Make yourself so poopy that he does not want to get poopy on his hands. That's what I'm taking at. As uh, where my mind goes, okay? All right, next one. Attract attention. Scream and shout that you do not want to fight. I don't want to fight! <laughs> so I, get, I take a smack, get keeled over, lose my glasses, look back at him, looking all over his face. I don't want to fight! I don't want to fight! I got poop in my butt! I got poop in my butt! You don't want to get poop in your hands! I don't want to fight! <laughs> right? So that's just me asserting my dominance, asserting control, 
okay, of the situation. Um, and it says here as well, shout to witnesses they need to get pictures of him. You need to get pictures of him. Take pictures of him. I don't want to fight. I'm just staring at everyone I can't see. I don't want to fight. Take pictures of him. He doesn't have a phone anymore. He needs photos. He needs pictures of himself. He wants to remember this day. It's a very special day. Okay. Um, this also supports my first piece of advice, showing that you're in control of the situation. Yes. <laughs> Take pictures of him. Take pictures of him. I don't want to fight. Okay, great. Perfect. We're in a good situation here. Um, all right. Tip number three. Okay, very good. If the fight starts with you getting punched in the face, brilliant. Do not retaliate at once. Okay, tick. <laughs> tick for me. That's a little win for me. It's very possible this will be the end of it. Um, unless you hit back. Tick. I didn't hit back. Um, just stay alert. Hmm. Um, and then wait for his next move. Hmm. Didn't really. Um, it will hurt for a day or two, but it's better than getting a full-size beating. There. What a brilliant thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What a brilliant tip I followed already. I guess I just have the instincts for this whole combat thing. Um, just do fuck all after getting a smack off a bigger man. Okay, tip number four. Um, there will most likely be more than one attacker. Who else is with him? Who else is with him? Take pictures of him. <laughs> there are no glasses. It says here the person will have friends nearby that will help their friend. If you're winning the fight, okay, so you're telling me I need to spark out everyone else. Not hit the guy who just hit me because I don't want a full-size beaten, but maybe be suspicious that he could have friends anywhere. Maybe even the girl who got hit was one of his friends. Maybe I need to start hitting everyone. I don't want to fight. <laughs> I don't want to fight. I start smacking out everyone. Okay, this is what you need to do. First, take the smack and then shit yourself to make yourself an undesirable target. Do not hit the guy again. Get witness. Take pictures of him. Take pictures of him. And then as people are taking pictures of him, I start sparking them out because you cannot trust people. He, his mate could be around the corner. Be aware of whoever is close by, it says here, right? So even if it's your best friends, you need to hit anyone, okay? To, just in case they're with this guy. Take pictures of him. Tony, what are you doing? <laughs> Take pictures of him. <laughs> I don't want to fight. <laughs> I don't want to fight. Uh, all right, next tip. Where's it going? Here we are. Um, if you go down to the ground, you lose. Great, I won. Because <laughs> I didn't go down to the ground. If that happens, assume the fetal position and pray and pray for them to stop. Oh, great. All right, mate. Enough with the fucking dramatics here. We're looking for practical help here. Okay. So, yes, I agree with you on the shitting yourself. And get attention as much as you can and it's sparking at your best friends. But don't be giving me shit like pray for them to stop. All right. Um, it says here that the guy you're fighting has probably been in fights before. They may not be good at it, but they'll certainly be better than a completely unex unexperienced person. How about, in how about try inexperienced? I'm beginning to think, right, your first four tips were great. I'm beginning to think because you said unexperienced here, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. All right. But this is what's mad about the Internet. This is like upvoted four times and it's the number one piece of advice on on cora for the best self-defense tips all right next one here if you have the opening it says go for a hard punch to the throat or put your fingers in the eyes of the attacker and press hard okay i had my glasses off so this is what would happen right sparks me out i fall forward and i can't find my glasses i come back i scream to get attention ah and I say, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I spark out all my friends because they could be in cahoots with him. I ship myself so that he doesn't want to hit me again. I don't want to fight. Right. And then I go over to him. And because I didn't realize he was actually taller than me. So if I actually went for what I believed 
would be the height of his eyes because I couldn't see without my glasses. I would <laughs> I would have put my finger in his mouth, right? So I'm there. Pfft, I don't want to fight. I'm put my finger in his mouth while trying to beat my friends to death. Okay, this is what you're telling. <laughs> Actually, sorry. It says here this will almost certainly make the person stop. Yeah, no shit. And then just go freaking nuts on him with punches, elbows, and kicks. Now, this is now where I realize this has now been written by some dude with a headband living in his fucking ma's basement, right? With a fucking dragon flag on his fucking wall, right? This has not been written by anyone who knows what they're talking about at all. Then just go freaking nuts on him and go, all right, is there any other comments here, right? Let's see here. All right, got some advice here from a chap called Rodrigo, who is a second degree black belt in karate, right? He gives two bits of advice here. He says, um, avoid using high kicks on the streets. Okay, nice. You'll appreciate to keep having on, to keep on having balls. Man, please do not do high kicks on the street, man. You'll appreciate to keep on having balls, if you know what I mean. Look, that's great advice, Rodrigo. Um, We're kind of kindred souls. I did not try a single high kick on this guy and um, it also says keep it simple man if you can avoid a 10 stage combo and uh, with finish with a spinning jump kick great that's great i did not do a 10 stage combo i must be really really um good at this i love bits of advice that say do nothing you know don't do shit because then i feel like a real winner um so that's great Oh, here's some interesting ones, right? This is to mess with their mind. This is what I should have done. Okay, all right. Here, this is what it says. You say, just say to them, the wall outside my house isn't four feet high. There you go. That's the trick, says this Philip Nunn, a student of martial arts for more than two decades. If somebody is squaring up to you, say the above quite clearly. The wall outside my house isn't four feet high. And say it as matter of fact as you can. It will put them on the back foot. Their response will most likely to say, what? Yeah, this guy who was dead behind the eyes, like a doll's eyes, chief, would definitely respond to that who was looking for his phone. Hey, bro, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. The wall beside my house isn't four feet high. It isn't four feet high, okay? Fucking blow his mind like that. Do you know what I should fucking say? Look, fucking The Rise of Skywalker is a good film. The Rise of Skywalker, mate. Look him in the eyes. The Rise of Skywalker is a good film. He'd be like, what? Start bleeding out his ears. What are, you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, everyone's coming out of woodwork here. Sorry, the comments <laughs> the comments in this is unbelievable, right? This guy, James uh, Hiromasa, is a third-degree black belt in Krav Maga, right? And he's answering this question. And he has in quotes here, the easiest way to win a fight is to not be there, end quote. And he attributes that quote to me. It's... <laughs> It says here, this guy has said the easiest way to win a fight is to not be there. Who said that? Only me. <laughs> James Hiromasa, a third degree black belt in Krav Maga. He says, within your legal rights, use force multipliers in parentheses weapons. <laughs> Don't fight on pride or ego. If you can leave, leave. It's not worth it. Look, they're all giving me the advice that I applied. And in general, look, um, I was chatting to the guards after this, right? And he was like, do you want to press formal, formal charges, right? Um, and I was kind of thinking maybe, right? Because you're one who got sparked. Because she, she ran off because she was quite upset by it, right? And I was kind of thinking maybe. Because I don't want this guy just to get kind of done for drunk and disorderly. You know, he really did attack people, you know? And that's very, he might, he might do this often, you know? Maybe he is a guy, 
if he's willing to do that. Now, he was fucking steamed and dead behind the eyes, right? He's going to wake up with the worst, maybe, I mean, hopefully, the worst fear in the world as well as a few other things, right? Um, but I was asking the guard, should I do it? And he was like, look, you can, but it's going to it's gonna waste a lot of your time, you know, and it might not be worth it. Um, he actually said a weird thing. He said, I asked him, is it worth me doing? Like, what actually happens after that? And he says, listen, weird thing to say. He said, if you were my brother who I love, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't tell you to do it. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Look, if you were my, it sounds like a saying. If you were my brother who I love, he says, I wouldn't tell you to do it. Not even if you were my brother who I love. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you to do it. I'd never heard that thing before. But he was probably also like, look, we're all, we all arrived in this party van. We all look to leave in the party van. We have him here. We'd rather just take him and not, they didn't take any kind of statements outside uh, Grogan's. Um, maybe they were trying to get rid of him and they were going to come back for statements, but they seemed to just want to get him in the van and, and, and be rid of him. Um, so that seems like they didn't really follow through on that, you know. But if I was there and someone was like, look, what's the story? You know, should I ask you to tell me another joke? I'd probably be like, look, if you're my brother who I love, it probably wouldn't be worth your while me telling you another joke because I want to go home. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So um, that's the only thing I can relate because that's the only job that I have to what the guardie were going through. But it, I did also think, you know, I'm, I'm, I can be quite, you know, vengeful through the appropriate mediums. I have no, I'm very, like, like you're, as I said, this Passport Express thing, you know, that, like, I get it. I get being on the phone with someone and they're being like, well, it, look, yeah, it's called Passport Express, but it isn't actually an express. It's just the postal service. It's actually not any faster. And I'd be like, well, you shouldn't be allowed to call a Passport Express. And they're like, well, fuck you. What are you going to do? I actually would probably go out of my way to complain and maybe not go as far as to, legally change the name but maybe if I was a TD I would so I understand what it is to have a complaint that goes too far and so every urge within me was like I fucking should make a complaint about this there's another human being sparking people out you know and I, and I might not be gifted um, or, or cursed um, with you know uh, the intuitive nature of fighting with no lessons right <laughs> I might not have that but what I do have is a particular set of skills at uh, complaining and being an absolute nuisance and um, being resilient through email and phone calls. So I was kind of like, maybe I can follow my pursuit of justice through that. But I was, just, you know, I don't want any of that fucking shit in my life. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to fucking seek that shit out. I can do it on the phone with like Virgin or on three with the phone because I actually use my phone and I use my internet. I'm getting nothing out of ever entertaining, uh, getting a proximity of a man like that again. Do you know what I mean? And there's not enough in the media. There's not enough in TV and film. There's no heroic. And then he just left, you know, and then he just walked away so that he didn't have the hassle of that issue again, you know? Like George McFly in Back to the Future sparks out Biff. Guess what? In real life, Biff is going to kick the fucking shit out of him on Monday, right? There is no there's no satisfying closure. We're led to believe that there's meant to be a satisfying closure in things. And you watch an MMA fight and there's something satisfying about seeing a knockout and you're like, well, that was a competition and something was decided on that, you know, but nothing like nothing. The real world doesn't work like controlled competition. And it also doesn't work like a Hollywood film, you know, but that also applies like and I'm going on, I'm going on a bit of a tangent here. But like if, if there is someone that you have in your life and they're a quote unquote friend, right, or even someone who's a boss, if there's someone in your life that you think about a lot that just drains you, even the thought of thinking about them, but they're in your life, get the fucking person out of your life. You actually get to choose who you have in your life, if you can, if you can. Because there are people, 
there are bosses, there are relationships, there are people who you can kind of have in your circle and you have this weird twisted sense of obligation to them, you know, because you pity them in a weird way or it's out of pure habit. But sometimes there are people we are led to believe, okay, that energy must be transferred, <laughs> okay? Newton's law says that energy cannot disappear. It has to have an equal or opposite reaction, I believe. I don't know. Maybe that's Newton. I don't know. But sometimes there are people who can somehow deny that, that very fundamental law of physics. You know, there are some people, um, and they could be bosses. They could even be teachers. They could be someone who you just have to be with for a while and work. could be someone who you're kind of going out with. It could be a friend that you've had for years, or it could be a new friend. You know, maybe you have a kind of sick fascination with how fucked their life is or something like that. But there is kind of, there are some people that you can still give to and it will never satiate them, but you will be drained. And you're like, well, where's the energy going? Where's the energy going if you're drained all the time and this person who is catastrophizing everything, who is just pure negativity, who just cannot see the forest for the trees, who just is in their hole. It's just feeding something. It just goes somewhere that you can't see. It goes to pure hell, right? It doesn't make them any better, but it makes you worse. I really think of this people that you think about in your life and they're in your life and they just, they make you feel bad. <laughs> you know, there needs to be more heroic moments where George McFly, do you know what he does? He moves school. <laughs> he says, I'm being bullied, so I'm going to move school because I'm a small man, right? And I am not deluded. And I have the self-awareness to know that I write sci-fi novels and I don't engage in fisticuffs. Do you know what I mean? But it's hard sometimes, right? There's a lot of pressure sometimes to feel like you have to do things that other people are able to do. Or there's some sort of fundamental truth of manhood that you have to be good at fighting. I would not fucking entertain. I would have never. I would have never. I actually would have. If he said, you want to fight me? And he's like, I'm going to hit you. I probably would have fucking pleaded with him not to hit me. You know, I would have said, please don't hit me. You know, and I shouldn't be on wrong. There shouldn't be on wrong with that. You know, I ended up getting a smack. It was fine. I didn't feel it. But even I, you see so many people being like, if you were, you know, anyone ever fucking tried that shit, I'd lamp them. Like, no, you wouldn't. But that's okay. So look, toe to Tony's final piece of advice, right? For self-defense. It's so oh my God, run and be so proud of yourself. Be so proud of yourself. Defy the fucking media and run and scream and shit yourself and put your fingers in their mouth and make sure they take pictures of them. Okay? Fighting so fucking stupid, right? You should say, hey, there's a four foot wall behind my house. Do you want to play Settlers of Catan on it? Because I'll beat you in that. And see if they say no. If they say no, then say that I don't want to play. That's what you say. The last bit of advice. Do you want to play Settlers of Catan? My the offer still goes. All right. Well, look. <laughs> if you don't want to play my game, I don't want to play your game. And that's all it is. People immediately trying to get you to sign up to a game you don't want to play. Anyway, I thought there'd be more self-defense tips, but there you have. There you have it. Um, listen, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm fine. I got a lovely, juicy little lip. And um, if you are in Kilkenny this weekend at the Kilkenny Cat Lab, I'm performing with some of the greats. I am on the bill with David O'Doherty, Anya Gallagher, and Kevin McGarhan uh, on Friday at 6 p.m. And then also on Friday, I'm on with Jason Byrne, Julie J, and Carl Spain. That's the Kilkenny Cat Laughs. You can get your tickets now. There's tickets available for them, and that'll be a lot of fun. Also, my live podcast is still advertised as Tony Catwell Pony, but it's a live podcast in Vicker Street 
on September 17th. There are still tickets available for that if you want to check it out. It's going to be a back-to-school special. Moonshore Ragnarok with a bunch of other comedians on the bill. And there'll be some fun games. There'll be some fun sketches. It's going to be a lot of fun. Fun, 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 fun. Um, anyway, listen... If you would like to support this podcast, if you like this podcast enough that you would like to throw it a few bob, if that's your bag, baby, then you can go over to the Patreon. There's a link in the description there. And for the price of a pint of a m- pint a month, you can get uh, a brand new podcast every single Friday. The bonus Campbell shit show where I'm a lot more unhinged and a lot more niche. Um, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be giving you my thoughts on Obi-Wan. Um, I'm going to be giving you my thoughts. Uh, I did a thing about Top Gun recently. My thoughts on watching the, uh, the original Top Gun. Uh, I had a podcast entirely just about riddles there recently. Um, it's a lot of fun. Also, my Eurovision hot takes were over there. And my top five pop choruses of the last 15 years. Niche, niche, niche is over there. So if you like this show, you'll definitely like that show over on the Patreon just for about a fiver. Uh, XVAT every single month and um, it's a lot of fun uh, anyway look thank you very much for listening to this uh, stay safe don't stay don't chat shit don't get banged um, and uh, I'll chat to you next week all the best bye bye